Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Money Mavens. Today's episode is tapping into your desires, which is kind of funny because we talked about desires on the last episode. Mm, we're talking a lot about desires, Ooh. and we're getting very. I think I know. I keep going on about this moon and the whole thing, but I just feel like. Getting ready because there's a lot of energy and, and shifting. I think January can be. Um, we're recording this in January. Yeah, we're recording 31st. this the last day of January. January, even though it's been a busy month for us, I do think that everyone can be on a bit of a go slow. It can be a bit depressing, and then February hits. It's like light, lighter nights in the UK. You know, it just feels a bit more expansive and exciting and lighter. Is February spring? No. No. Um, I think 1st of Feb is the first day of spring. You is know. it? Let me just check. But then, all, you know, you do start to see, like, I love it when you see the daffodils and... Um, oh, no. First day of spring. is March the 20th. That can't be right, can it? I think that is right. So is December, January and February is... Um, winter. Winter. So November's still, oh God, we've got ages. I was getting excited then. I was like, the first day of spring tomorrow. No, definitely no. not the first day of spring. Yeah, so still have snow. We'd, we get snow in March. For like. info, seasons are defined as spring, March, April, May. Summer, June, July, August. Autumn, September, October, November. And winter, December, January, February. It's our last one. Wow, every day's a school day with the money maybe. <laughs> well, I didn't know that, clearly. <laughs> Clearly, it is a school day. We're then. listening at school. Well, it's in bulk, which is when the... Ah, that's what it is. It's when the nights start getting lighter from tomorrow. I feel like they already are. Yeah, I agree. And the light in the morning is... I just feel like there's a change happening. So I think that's why we've been talking about a lot about like desires and purpose. And we've been more in that energy rather than strategy or we're just feeling this is what we're called to talk to you about at the moment. We just go with whatever we feel instinctively feels right. We're really intuitive for what we feel like you need right now. So it's about tapping into your desires today, Ooh. which again, we can never say desire without saying desire. desire. Um, um, so <laughs> the, a lot of people struggle with, and we I noticed this in coaching, I've noticed it with myself actually, what do you really want? So I'm, I've still not finished it. I'm going to finish it today because that is bad, bad energy. Um, I'm creating my vision board for 2023 and there's quite it's a been the longest creation process and I keep thinking ever. like I know there's things that I want but I'm like obviously there's like a handbag that I want am I going to put that on the vision board maybe I should but I'm not sure I exactly want that one or just put a bag a bag that's similar to what you want yeah because we haven't decided we're going to have a whole we're going to go day. shopping on my birthday and then go for lunch and try on bags um, What's the likelihood I'm going to end up buying one as well? Probably. probably it's have. my birthday. Let's remember. Actually, yes, it's not about me. It's not the Charlotte show. Not the Charlotte <laughs> show. Um, but yeah, so currently I'm creating. Daddy, I want an upper lumper. <laughs> <laughs> I want one now. <laughs> 
that's the reference to um, Charlie, and the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. When she wants that is one of my favourite scenes. Veruca Salt was a very spoilt little girl. Yeah. If you've not watched it, watch it. Um, but anyway, as I was saying before, <laughs> rudely interrupted consistently by Charlotte. Now I've lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So Charlotte, the queen of the vision boards, as we all know, has made about 10 already for 2023, which was like, make your vision board, make your vision board. So I was like, okay, so on my phone currently, this is really bad energy, isn't it? I need to change it. I've still got 2022 on there. Um, and I need to shift it around. So, so on Saturday, I created a template on Canva, did a new one, sent you a screenshot of mine, sent you a link to camera and went, there you go. Yeah. Crack on. <laughs> so I've basically done it, but there's two spots for photos. And the reason I say this is because sometimes we're not even sure what we really want. And that can be when things, it's easier to know when you what you want when things are difficult. Yeah. It's harder, I think, sometimes to know what you want when everything's pretty good and so I think for me you know life's good I have a great great life but of course I desire more things as well and like I don't want to make everything about the business because if I'm not careful I get into just like all my life's about my business in terms of all my desires because home life's good and there's always more to reach in business whereas kind of in your relationships it's kind of if things are good they're good aren't they so um maybe it's consistency then in your in your personal life because you are in a good place and you have been for a while maybe it's like just consistently yeah staying but, but if you notice on my vision board i did put a photo of me and addy so it's like and that was like a photo of us when we were on a date and it was mm. like more of that please thank you universe more please and then a photo of me and the family in egypt so it's like more family holidays as well so that is actually on my vision board um but there's more stuff actually I know what I want on there I want that a retreat so Charlotte and I have decided that we're going to host a retreat this year and I want that to be out like you know I'm getting excited about that um and so I'm going to put that on there and then there's one more thing but as you can see the reason I mentioned this was because sometimes it's tricky to even know what you mm, want whereas I mine was done and dusted pretty quick because I am very clear on what I want this year yeah yeah but you then are. I've got more space to maybe fill some of the holes. Mm. Not holes. I think you had um, a trickier late year last year. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm being... Um... You're being diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, do you know what? Last year I had the most fun I've had in a long time. Yeah. I, a year of contrast. It was, it was so much fun, but it was like riding a roller coaster with no harness on at times mm. i was like how am i even holding on mm. whereas already this year i'm just like calmer yeah chilled yeah much better not letting any drama into my life at the moment <laughs> please <laughs> continue <laughs> um but yeah i think that can make a difference i think it's easier and i don't know about you but when i'm um when i'm really focused on manifesting it's usually when i'm not feeling great it's usually when I'm like, and this isn't the way to do it. Like, please don't think this is the way to do it because it's not. But I notice when I'm really like focusing, you know, doing my vision boards and focusing on what I desire and like journaling and all that, it's normally when things aren't great and it's a tool to make me feel better. But when things are good, I'm normally more in a kind of a less foot off the ball. The thing is, it's part of our lifestyle because we talk about it all the time mm. and we talk about trust all the time. So it is compared to a lot of people, then we're, we're doing it all day, every day. But, you know, like some of those tools... I think it's like... just become so ingrained in what who we are. I don't think we think we're doing it, but actually we're doing it all the well, time. We always, everyone's manifesting because all the time, Because when you yeah. talk to people, but we're like, 
really manifesting. Because when you talk to people that don't aren't mindful of it, you realise how yeah. we are living and breathing. Yeah, and we like we've got a board on our office wall. I'm looking at it now, and we put our things on there that we want to do or what we want to, you know, like the, we always do have stuff. Um, but the point I was trying to make, which what Ella, is the point? Ella, what eh. is the, does anyone else know what the point? Is? <laughs> I, I, I I switched off very eloquently in seven minutes. Was what do you really want? And it's okay if that doesn't come straight away. Yeah, and I think people struggle with this because it's not always what they really want. Mm. So it's like it's... And a big one. So a friend of mine. Oh, she's off. Oh, I'm again. off again. <laughs> God, I'm on one today, aren't I? A friend of mine um, wasn't sure if she wanted babies and she felt like she should because mm. that's what society's told. That's what we do. Told, what we do. Society's told her. And, you know, she was playing around this in her mind for a long time and she was getting to the age where, you know, she had to make a decision really. And we went to an event together and she very she very clearly realized at that event, I don't want kids. And it was like a revelation to her. Um, but because she'd kind of grown up in a society where it's almost like we believe almost you should want kids. And if you don't, it's unusual or mm. it's less so now as, as things change. But, you know, the society puts so much like we should want 2.4 kids. We should want a husband. Like, you know, if you're gay, that's or trans or any of those things, it's that doesn't fit into I've got my air fingers up there, society's norms. So again, like what do our parents want? There's so we're repressed in so many ways. Yeah, and it's like you think about your life, like when you're growing up, you everyone's learning to drive at the same time and everyone's doing that and you're 18, then everyone's got a 21st and do that. Then everyone's going off to uni, then everyone's mm. going traveling, then they come back and everyone's getting a career then before you know it um your first ones are maybe starting to get married and think about having children and it's like you get swept along with all that but what if you don't want to do any of that mm. what if that doesn't feel aligned for you what if that isn't what you really desire but because all your friends are doing it and when you're younger you just want to fit in we spend our whole life just wanting to fit in or please our parents mm. or um you know, get into a relationship and then, in. and then just think, oh yeah, well, I'll, I'm in this relationship now, and well, he's 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 all right, or she's all right, or whatever. I'll just I'll just stick at this, you know. But actually, do you really desire? This is what you really, really wanted for yourself, because we think what we do a lot of the time is we do what we think we should be doing, not what we really want to be doing, because it involves us being really, really brave and self-aware, self-aware disrupting our lives changing things upsetting people ruffling a few feathers yeah letting people down I know I ended a marriage and with a very small chat what was he one yeah you know nearly two had a massive wedding you know put it all over the press it was bells and whistles I'm too you know I'm gonna be honest I was madly in love with my husband then and then it all went wrong. And I was like, this is not what I really desire. But this you could not... have stayed with him, Carl. Oh, my God. Totally. The average person. Totally. Because there was nothing. He's a great guy. Um, and there's been times since we split up where I thought, God, am I mad? Because he is a good guy. But it wasn't what I really, really, really wanted. And I had to, re you know, that was really hard. My family were disappointed. Uh, and devastated, actually. Not disappointed, devastated. Mm, I can imagine. Um, 
I mean, he still does a lot of stuff with my family. You know, he's still part of our lives because we all adore him. Um, upset his family, split up our families and me, him and Harry. I've had to make financial sacrifices. You know, it was big. Mm-hmm. Took me three years for our divorce to go through. You know, like it's a lot. But if I'd stayed, I knew that I wasn't being true to myself. And how you do one thing. It's how you do everything. And I think where my bravery came from with that was because I'd gone through lots of things in a short amount of time and I realised how precious life was and how we do things to please other people. I was like, do I really want to spend the next however many years staying? Because the reason I would have stayed is, one, I was was really scared because it was all I knew. Yeah, I did really love him, but I wasn't in love with him. Yeah, you know, I never stopped loving him, um, and I didn't want to split up. I grew up without a dad, and I did not want that for Harry. But I knew that Ed's a really good guy, and he would be a great father to Harry. But still, Harry's going to grow up in the same situation that I was in, more or less. And there was a lot of guilt and shame, and like I was letting my mum down, like I was letting Ed down, and. Yeah, it was hard. It was really, really, really hard. But I had to be really, really brave. Mm. You know, and there's been times where I've quite, still questioned it and thought, was I, you know, was I daft? But the grass isn't greener. It's just different. Yeah. But you wouldn't have been, The thing is, now you've got the opportunity. I'm happier, though. You're happier now. And yeah. he's happier. Yeah. And Harry's happier. Yeah. And our families have just about accepted it. I mean, they still... Yeah. They still are convinced we're going to get back together which is, we both laugh about me and Ed because we're like, we're really not. But, you know, that's their way of dealing with it. Because we get on, people can't get their head around that. Like, we get on with each other, so why can't you be together? And it's like, well, we can still get on and not want to be then together. All, all friends would be married, though. But I know so many people who are trapped in situations well, not or relationships. Yeah, or choose to be to stay, yeah. Yeah. You're right. No one's fully trapped. We might feel trapped. They feel trapped. Yeah. They feel trapped, but they're not actually trapped. Mm. Or they use, like, I've heard people say things like, I don't want to sell my house. It's like, it's just a house. I mean, I get it, but you'll you sell your house and get another house and be happy. Would you not rather go home to your house and, you know, even if it means, you know, these, I'm talking about people that may have got really fancy, big, beautiful houses but they're really unhappy. I'd rather live in a smaller house that's mine and be happy. Yeah, it's and just wake fear up in the of the unknown, I think, and think, yeah. I'm doing this for me. And like, but I, I get it. I totally get it. I totally and get it. And it wasn't the easy route, was it? Like you tapped into your desires and you decided more from a relationship than what you had. Mm. And so you decided to go with that and end, end your relationship that wasn't bad, but it, no, wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't horrific by any means. But it wasn't what you wanted. It and so... And it wasn't what he wanted, really, but he t- he would have stayed forever. Mm. I was the stronger one. But um, I'm, I'm glad that I was brave. Yeah, and it, it wasn't, wasn't the easy route. And I suppose you've still not, right now, because you're single, you've not seen the fruit of that decision, but yet you still trust that it was the right thing to do. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> every guy I've dated since him has been the complete opposite to... Um, what I had in my marriage, but that's just part of the journey. Of course, it is. It's all part of the the rocky, crazy, the fun, crazy little roller coaster, roller coaster ride that is, you know. But what I do know is that 
if I can be brave enough like that, I can be brave in exactly other areas of my life. The other thing is like sometimes our desires are so connected to our beliefs around what we deserve and how we've been brought up. So, you know, thinking about like desiring, say, for example, a, a handbag, if you've been taught that, um, you know, wanting things is greedy or... Somebody said we did um, a money mindset thing the other day to a new group and she said that if she said something like that to her family, they'd say you've got more money than sense. Yeah. And it's like, I remember that that's one that I'd heard growing up. Oh, me too. My granddad used to say that. Yeah. You've got more money well, than sense. sense. What? For wanting something that you yeah. desire. Exactly. When somebody bought something that was, say, an expensive purchase that they yeah. didn't understand... Yeah she's got more money than sense yeah. well what what a really negative thing to say yeah. but these messages are internal to us so maybe you really desire something like i don't know let's let's think for me i've got the the yacht one and i know we talk about it a lot and we laugh about it but i really want to have a yacht and there's a re the reason for that is cuz i think it would be amazing being on a yacht being served having the sun on my face the wind in my hair being around people that I love. My love language is acts of service. So to be in a situation where all my needs are met lights me up like a flipping firework. And let me tell you, she is very much her love language. It is my love language. happier than when people are looking after Looking after like me. She has a husband that looks after her and a business partner that looks after her. <laughs> And who, mine and Addie's love language, I think, is looking after people. Yeah. Because you're like our perfect project. Well, yeah. So between the two of us, you are well looked I'm after. I'm very well looked after. <laughs> like, for example, Charlotte drove us somewhere the other day, and I live on quite a main road. And she always, 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 as we're coming that way, she always pulls up on my side of the road. So she has to kind of cross a busy bit to pull me up. You always do that, don't yeah, you? always. And most people don't. Taxis never do or anything like that. I have to like cross the road myself. But she always does it. And I said, I really, the other day, I said, I really appreciate you doing this every time you always do it. And she said, of course, acts of service. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't dare not. I'm my little princess. <laughs> um, but you know, but the yacht thing, like I remember the first time I said it out loud, I felt a lot of shame around that. Um, and I know- Well, you I, probably hear your granddad saying more money than Sam. Yeah. And, like, I, and you know, I get that it's, a extravagance and I get that it's not the norm but I also get why not me why not yeah exactly. why not why not me if I want to if I want that then why not me that, then... yeah and and why do we have to pretend that we don't desire things like you know think about it yourself would you take away the thought of money would it light you up to have a yacht or have an experience on a yacht or a nice car because everyone has a car but is it the car you really want because it gets just, you know, when people say, oh, it just gets me from A to B. It's just a little run around, whatever. Okay, I get that. Is it what you really, really want? Or would you like the one with the really swanky interior and the heated mm. seats? I was going to say, mine is the car I really want. Yeah, mine is. I, yeah. I love my car. <laughs> me too. The tinted windows, <clears throat> the heated seats, all the gadgets that I've got no idea what it does, but I was like, I want them. You know, does it light you up? I still now, I mean, a shame. It's four years old. I'm always like, it's so old. It's only four years. No, five. No, it's five years old. Um, but it still lights me up. It's gorgeous. I still look at it and I'm like, oh, I love my car. It's gorgeous. Like, I don't want to. I know that I could get another car that would take me from A to B. I don't go that very far. I only come yeah, here to your just... house and maybe into Manchester. I don't go very far. But that's not the point. I desire and want and like having that car. 
Mm. I could get under the car, of course I could. I don't want to, and I'm mm. not going to. Yeah. It's like a handbag. There's millions of handbags. You get the one you really desire. Yeah. Don't get the one you think you should have. And we really encourage we you to take... We do talk about handbags a lot. Um, <laughs> we really encourage you to take some time and have a think about what you truly desire. And a great question to ask, and I'll put a bit a couple of journaling prompts in the show notes, but is if you weren't worried what people would think, yeah. what, would you, what do you really want? Mm. If you didn't think you were going to be judged, what do you really want? Like, take money out of it. Take, imagine you had, or, or imagine you had all the money available to you. Like, what would you want then? Because we so often make our decisions from what we feel we should want and also what we feel we could afford or that would be not frivolous or, you know. And or not being selfish or not upsetting someone. Like, I've made a lot of decisions in my life just to keep the peace because I always say, oh, anything for an easy life. That's yeah. something that I catch myself saying or I pick my battles and things like that. But because then I've realised I've got really bad boundaries, I'm actually just being weak. Mm. And since I've toughened up around that, because actually that's not what I really desire. It's just what I just think... I can't bother to get into that confrontation. So I'll just go along with it. And our desires are usually very connected to us. And so, of course, if I'm the kind of person who's buying a yacht, I'm also going to be supporting charities and helping other people. Of course I will be because, you know, I care about people. I care about the world. But that deep desire within me it, to help other people, again, is connected with us. It's to feel good. And... And obviously, we're going to make a difference in the world, but it also makes us feel good to do those things. So often we hear that people are like, feel a lot of shame about desiring when there's so many people in the world that don't have things. And again, that's just a way of beating ourselves up and making our desires wrong. And the thing is, there's always going to be people that have got less, more, like we're all at different times in our lives. And... There is no nothing wrong with desiring. And it doesn't always have to be. We do talk about materialistic things a lot, but it doesn't even always. This material. But like Charlotte. More time. Yeah. Like time and, and time's time's another one, yeah. something that's like golden, isn't it? Um, one of our clients that came to our event, um, she t- took two nights away. And she was like, this has been like the best reward ever. She has a very busy life, and that you know that's that's something to aim towards. Like, is it just that you want to go away and have some time on your own, you know, or the opportunity to go and have a long walk every day? Because that's a luxury in itself to be able to, you know, get in nature. It doesn't always have to. We talk about the luxuries because we like nice things, but it doesn't always have to be that. But it's what you desire to do. Because if you're in a stuck in a nine to five job and you've got a two hour commute and life's like pretty foot doing like you haven't got time to go and have a beautiful two-hour walk every day have you no you're in the the grind and the other thing is is that our desires are powerful in that they make change so your desire the energy of desire is magnetic it is so powerful and if you like if your life's pretty good and everything's kind of okay sometimes you kind of feel like oh I should be grateful should be grateful for what I've got and yes 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 you should but it's okay to be grateful and desire that's the human that's the 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 sweet spot of life is to be super grateful for what you've got and desire more 
that otherwise you're stuck otherwise you're in the same place and not moving and it's hard to stay super grateful when nothing's moving and nothing's changing and nothing's shifting and you're not pushing yourself so the goal is to be thank you universe more please and that's why we say it all the time thank Mm. you universe more please because we are so grateful that our life is incredible and we want more and so it's a, it's about removing the shame of desire, isn't it? It's removing mm. that shame away from it. And you might have thought that you got it all figured out, that you knew exactly what you wanted. You might be one of those people that knew early on in life what you wanted and you got it all. And then you realise it's not what you want and actually you've changed direction with desires and everything. And again... It's okay to change your okay mind. It's okay to change your mind. Like, you're the you're in control of your destiny you know you're the author you can change it and that again put my teeth in again giving yourself a permission slip to say that's what I thought I wanted or you might get what you thought you wanted and then go actually I want more I want to change it I want to do that's okay as well Mm. that's okay it is and we do change our minds and that's fine you could get a yacht and not be all you cracked up to be exactly and then I could sell it or I might do like my first one is to to have my 50th on a yacht so have my thing and then think actually it was really good but that's enough that's yeah. filled my cup yeah and that's okay as well me. that's not what i want you know or and i might cancel maiden mavens oh god maiden mavens are other business yeah, yeah. <laughs> and me who doesn't really want it might get on it and be like oh my god i've got sea legs you never... definitely will because you know what you're like anything a bit bouge and you'll be yeah there. i do like yachts obviously obviously <laughs> oh, um so yeah like there's so much around this. There's so much like inner mindset blocks and, playing, and shifts. And, and like the playing small. Again, mm. I know we've, we've talked about this on a couple of the episodes that we've just recorded. But when you think about tapping into your desires, people definitely play small. Well, it feels safe to play small, doesn't yeah. it? And it doesn't feel good though. And this is like a time for self-inquiry and to really dig in and ask yourself, like take some quiet time and ask yourself, like what would I really want if money was no object? What would I really want if nobody would judge me? Mm. What would I do if I knew I wouldn't fail? What would I do if I didn't feel I was gonna disappoint somebody? Because the thing is, we can't control. You, people are gonna have, I, like, I still now, I'm 45 and I still care what my mum thinks, but she's yeah. always going to have an opinion because she's she's my mum and to her I'm still her child and so that's never going to change but instead of being worried or thinking when I let her down I'm like she loves me yeah and she'll get over it you know and it's not her life but you do you know like, and I, I don't think it matters what age you are you still if you've got a good relationship with your parents you still want to like people do it for the kids all yeah, the time like, or, I'm not yeah. doing this for, I'm not doing you know well, I've heard people say I'm just going to stay with my partner till the kids are 18 and then I'm going to split up with them. That happens all the time. And I'm like, why? That's even more of an impressionable age. But, you know, like, what, you can spend 18 years of your life being miserable, hating that other person and end up hating each other than being brave. Yeah. I, 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 I find that, I don't know if it's because I've been really brave and thought, no, I can't do that. But, yeah, just. And I suppose yeah. people like, have different support know, systems and different beliefs. I know, and, I, and it's hard, and I'm trying to, like, not put my views to it because I don't know, and everyone's life is so different. And until you've walked in someone's shoes, you don't know. 
um and everyone's life experience is different and yeah. you're quite a brave person because you've brave. got to remember by the time you left your husband you'd also started a business and you'd done so many brave things whereas some people don't have I that know. brave I'm muscle. very brave I always think I'd rather take the risk than lose the chance that's mm. what I always say to myself and if it goes tits up if I'm not like last year I didn't have a particularly great year in my personal life and I had a lot of emotional stuff going on but I accept take responsibility that that was my decisions mm -hmm. and I can't blame anyone else because I'm a grown woman but it's so easy to blame other people or it's not fair or it what happened to me and actually I'm like oh it's okay like this is what I chose to do it's all part of the path. It's all part it is of the what puzzle. I've got loads of lessons from it, and it's okay. Loads of lessons. <laughs> like a best-selling novel. Um, <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, that's my choice, and we have to, like... But I've... I suppose I'm brave, and I'm quite You tenacious. are brave. Yes, you are brave. Um, so, yeah, so get... Get expansive with your desires this year. Like, make this year... I'm not saying, like... Really, people writing in that. Bless my husband. Being a divorce. <laughs> like, we're not saying that. We're just using that me as an example. You know, it could be whatever it is, um, and do it because you want to do it, not because we've told you to do it. Like you know, do and tap into whatever you're desiring for this year. Because it'd be worse to listen to us talking about this, say, in a year on another podcast episode, and think, you know what, they said that to me last year, and I didn't do anything, and I'm exactly that's worse to me. That's worse than taking the chance. Always. I'd, I'd much rather think, well, at least I tried. It's, people say it's better to say, I wish I hadn't than I wish I had. Yeah. Kind of thing. So we are the Mini Mavens. If you are loving these episodes, please do leave us a five-star review. And it subscribe. Subscribe. Um, and we will see you next time. Love you. Bye. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We are holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.